Burnout is common and has touched a majority of workers, particularly in recent post-pandemic years. It's caused by unrelenting stress and is your body's way of letting you know that you need to change things now. It doesn't mean you're weak. And importantly, unaddressed burnout can cause mental health conditions like anxiety and depression. So please don't ignore it. If you have a history of mental health conditions, see a therapist if you aren't already. And implement the following strategies. Get a coach to support you if you need. Contain or stop the stress by rearranging your workload, creating boundaries. Take care of your body. You want to get adequate sleep, exercise, eat healthily, and have resting routines. Connect with people, get professional help, share with your colleagues, your loved ones, and your friends, and rest. Rest daily, weekly, and take a vacation. Hey y'all, welcome to a Coaching Tools episode of The Pod, where in under 20 minutes, we'll tackle some of the most important and common challenges or setbacks you're dealing with as a CEO or leader of your organization. We're getting great feedback on this episode style. So before I jump in, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at podcast at jenniferkamara.com, a topic that if I were to cover it would make a world of difference in your productivity. I'll cover as many of these as I can in future episodes. All right, today we're going to talk about addressing burnout. We'll discuss what burnout is, how to know you're going through it, tools to action immediately to begin to address burnout, as well as when to see a therapist. Ready to dive in? Let's go. First of all, if you're experiencing burnout, I'm sorry. It sucks. And I want you to know it is common. You're not alone. But don't take my word for it. In 2022, a study by Asana looked at over 10,000 workers across seven countries and found that around 70%, that is 70% of people, experienced burnout in the previous year. Now that's clearly high and signals more broadly that we need more sustained daily habits around taking care of ourselves. But there's more. Another study in 2021 by the American Psychological Association surveyed 1,500 American workers, of whom nearly three in five that's about 60% of which had experienced negative effects of work-related stress, including lack of motivation, emotional exhaustion, and physical fatigue. So like I said, it's common. You're not alone. So what is burnout? According to the World Health Organization, it's characterized by three dimensions. First, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Second, increased mental distance from your job, so feelings of negativity, cynicism related to your job. And third, reduced professional productivity. The CEOs I've worked with describe it as disliking everything about their day, not liking your desk, not wanting to be there. It feels like things lose color, like you're trying to tap into some motivation, but you can't find anything. Others feel a loss of personal identity. Like things don't feel right, they feel unhappy and unsatisfied, which is really not how they usually are. And all of this coupled with the state of physical and emotional exhaustion. So what's causing burnout? It happens when we endure prolonged and excessive stress, typically from work, but it can also come from other areas of life like caregiving, relationships, and parenting. There's also a difference between burnout and stress. Stress involves feeling too much. Like there's too much pressure from the demands on you physically and mentally. However, stressed people still feel like if they can just get everything under control, they'll feel better. Burnout, on the other hand, is about feeling not enough rather than too much. 
It's feeling empty and mentally exhausted. So if excessive stress feels like you're drowning in responsibilities, burnout is feeling like you're just all dried up of resources. While we're usually aware of being under a lot of stress, we don't always notice burnout when it happens. It's like a sliding scale. Now, if you remember anything from this episode, let it be this. Experiencing burnout isn't something to be ashamed of, nor is it a sign of weakness. Rather, burnout indicates you are in dire need of change in how you run things and how much time you spend running things. We'll go into tools to immediately action and address burnout shortly, but really wanted to make sure you hear that loud and clear. Biologically, what's going on is you're consistently exposed to cortisol, which is the stress hormone, and your fight or flight nervous system is consistently on, which leads to this burnout feeling. If left unchecked, burnout can lead to a range of mental and physical health implications like depression, anxiety, heart disease, and diabetes. So it's important to address it ASAP, especially as you're likely feeling like you're too busy and don't have time to do it, right? You don't have time to stop what you're doing and address the burnout. If you have a history of mental conditions and are not currently seeing a therapist, I recommend seeing one to ensure you don't progress into more severe mental health conditions. And with that, let's talk about how to address burnout. Given this is a business podcast focused on CEO exec coaching, I will use work-related stress to guide our conversation. However, for many of us, business people included, stress also comes from life responsibilities. So if that is your source of burnout, please tweak these strategies to your situation. All right, we're going to cover four areas to focus on addressing burnout. The first is containing and where possible stopping the stress. If you were bleeding, you would clean the wound and apply pressure with a Band-Aid to stop the bleeding, right? So similar concept here with containing and stopping the stress. You need to manage your workload and delegate. You want to get comfortable with effectively delegating tasks that you don't need to be doing. Most CEOs and execs spend far too much time in the weeds. You also want to prioritize your tasks in your zone of genius where you add unique value. Tools I recommend for this are the Energy Audit, the Eisenhower Matrix, and Six Levels of Delegation. I cover all of them in the Coaching Tools episode titled Four Tools to 10x Your Productivity, so go check it out. Similarly, you want to work on your boundary setting. So you want to get comfortable with saying no to things you don't have the energy to commit to right now. Again, I'll refer you back to episode on tools to 10x your productivity. I cover the tool of top goal there, which will help you prioritize what's the most important thing you need to do each day and what are you saying no to to make sure you get that done. So setting your boundaries. Very few people are naturally good at setting boundaries. So completely normal. All right. That said, it is a muscle you can build. I promise you I've seen it done. I've also worked on this for myself and I know you can do it. To get practicing, I challenge you to say no to three things that you don't make business sense for you to be doing today. What I'm getting at here is you want to shave off the non-essential responsibilities on your plate so that you can carve out more time to prioritize your body healing from the stress. Last I checked, you're not a robot. Even our computers need to shut down every so often. In fact, you are a human being who needs to rest and recharge consistently to go the distance. Every top athlete who understands what it takes to go the distance knows that you need to invest in the rest as well as the reps. All right, so investing in the rest here. Let's go next to helping your body manage and heal from the stress as our second focus area. I have five suggestions here. First, adequate sleep. Getting consistently adequate sleep 
helps maintain energy levels and manage stress. I cover night and morning routines to support this in the next episode of Coaching Tools. So check that out. But you want to shoot for eight hours and no less than six hours consistently. Second, regular exercise. Physical activity releases endorphins that improve mood and help clear stress, which is what is causing your burnout. So you want to aim to move your body daily. And you can do this by taking a call or a meeting over a walk. You can take your kids for a stroll to connect with them over your day. Also shoot for working out in a way that you enjoy. What I mean by this is if you hate running, don't run. Try CrossFit if social accountability is motivating for you. Do what works for you, not what works for everybody else. Without going into details here, Peter Atia recommends about eight hours of a mix of strength, cardio, and stability each week. If that feels intimidating for you, aim to start with three hours and work your way up to what feels sustainable for your week. Consistent exercise and daily movement is going to be a great investment in yourself, and you'll see its benefits both in your health as well as your company's bottom line. Next in helping your body manage and heal from stress, healthy eating. Good nutrition boosts your immune system and energy levels which are water suffering during burnout. You want to aim to eat mostly whole foods, meaning avoid processed foods that your grandma wouldn't recognize, get leafy veggies, and aim to keep indulgences like sweets and alcohol in moderation. In the case of alcohol, if you can avoid it completely till you're feeling better, even better. I know it can be tough to find time to cook healthy meals. My clients have found meal prep on the weekends, as well as even services like HelloFresh and personal chefs who are becoming available at more affordable prices to be helpful with that. Next tool here, mindfulness and relaxation practices. If you enjoy yoga, meditating, and breathing exercises, they're helpful to reduce stress, and I recommend incorporating them into your morning or evening routines. And fifth, spend time outside. In Japan, where rates of overworking are high, We've implemented a system called Shinrin Yoku. It's essentially forced time in nature. And they've shown that it decreases cortisol levels, heart rate, and blood pressure, all of which are elevated in burnout. So go on that walk, that hike, bike ride, or paddleboard, whatever floats your boat. Spend time outside. The third overall strategy I want to touch on is connect with other humans and get help. Meaningful relationships and connections help release oxytocin, which is also known as the cuddle hormone, and it biologically counters cortisol, which is the stress hormone. Start by getting professional help. Like you have a tax advisor and an accountant, connect with a therapist, especially if you have a history with anxiety or depression. Also, very important, share with your coworkers. And as I say this, I want to remind you that you are coping with burnout. You are not burnout. There is a difference. Burnout is not a sign of weakness. It's a signal that you need to make changes so your body can rest. Burnout is widespread and has touched a majority of workers. And you will get better by addressing the cause, which likely involves delegating and making changes at work to prevent this from continuing and then reoccurring. So I invite you to share your feelings and experience with your co-founder, your exec team, or your peers. If they haven't experienced burnout, you will create a space for vulnerable and honest conversation that will deepen your relationship moving forward. And if they have experienced burnout, you will connect on a deeper level. So ask for their support as you rearrange and delegate your workspace so you can recover. They may even surprise you with insights and helpful ideas. Also, share with your family and friends. These are the people you love and you trust. Ask them for the support you need. You know, requesting help usually makes people feel closer to us. So allow them this opportunity to support you. This could be scheduling social time to make sure that you're resting from work and going on walks. 
or it could be holding you accountable to the tools you're implementing to take care of your body, like getting enough sleep or eating healthier. Again, these folks know you're the best and they may even surprise you with helpful ideas and insights. And finally, under connection, I have to mention pets. Pets have been proven to also reduce anxiety and stress. So if you don't have one, you're open to it and the responsibility doesn't feel like it's adding to your plate in an overwhelming way could totally be something to consider. All right, my last strategy, and it's just as important as each of the former, rest. We really need to prioritize this one. For every person I've worked with who's experienced burnout, the turning point to getting better was consistently prioritizing rest. There's no way around this. And I'm not just talking about vacation once every three years. I'm talking about every day. You need to decompress every day. This is time not on screens, preferably outside in nature, with loved ones, or by yourself to recharge. You can couple this with a workout if you go for a run, or a way to connect with your spouse, your partner, your kids, or your friends on a walk. Alternatively, a warm bath, or time to meditate, or journal. Find your way and schedule it into your day, each day. You can start with 15 minutes daily, and ideally get to 30 minutes or so. This will really help you go the distance. I'm also talking about resting every week. You need a no screen, no notification day every week, especially if you're burnt out. Get your partner to monitor if anything urgent is coming through. Let the company know you'll be offline that day. Use the day to do whatever rejuvenates you or spend it doing what you normally would with your family and community. You're going to find that you start to get more creative ideas and more motivation after a few of these. And again, this is a healthy way for you to maintain your body's health to go the distance. And yes, take a vacation. Delegate and carve time to take two or three weeks off. Now I specify two or three weeks, not one week, because our bodies need time to switch off from the day-to-day -day of work, and that will take you a few days. Remember, burnout occurs because your fight-or-flight response system has been on for too long, so you need to allow it time to turn off, especially if you haven't taken time off in a while. And it'll also give your team a chance to show you that the company won't burn to the ground without you. So win-win. All right, to summarize, y'all, burnout is common and has touched a majority of workers, particularly in recent post-pandemic years. It's caused by unrelenting stress and is your body's way of letting you know that you need to change things now. It doesn't mean you're weak. And importantly, unaddressed burnout can cause mental health conditions like anxiety and depression. So please don't ignore it. If you have a history of mental health conditions, see a therapist if you aren't already. And implement the following strategies. Get a coach to support you if you need. Contain or stop the stress by rearranging your workload, creating boundaries. Take care of your body. You want to get adequate sleep, exercise, eat healthily, and have resting routines. Connect with people. Get professional help. Share with your colleagues, your loved ones, and your friends. And rest. Rest daily, weekly, and take a vacation. I want to know how this goes for you. What is working and what's not? What have I missed? What else works for you that I should add to support others as well? I'd love for you to write me at podcast at jenniferkamara.com. As we talked about, burnout is all too common. You're not alone and you will get better. Here's to investing in the rest as well as the reps team. Thanks for being a part of this community. I so appreciate you. Remember, you've got this. I believe in you and I'm sending so much love. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you hear, leave a review and share.